Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the JMO Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Michaels, and our guest this week, we've got Tom Wynn back on the show. And I have Tom on this week for a very specific reason. Tom's going to help introduce a brand new product from Northland Fishing Tackle called Eye Candy. Uh, it's a lineup of soft plastic baits. Maybe some of you on social media or maybe on YouTube or, or just you know somewhere where you've caught wind of this, uh, this new Eye Candy product. Uh, it would have only been very recently, but I wanted to have Tom on and do a podcast so we have you know a, a discussion that's uh, long enough to tell some stories and just share you know the details and some of the research and development and the why you know uh, what went into you know building a bait like this this is a very very uh, innovative bait i think for me the reason i want to know all these things is because you know there, there's new baits coming out all the time and you know, we know that some of them are going to be here for a while. Some of them are going to make a difference. Not all of them are. And I believe this is one of those products that's definitely going to be around for a while, not just on its own, uh, because it's going to evolve. It's going to continue to get better, but it's going to push the industry. That's what this this eye candy from Northland is not only going to be amazing for anglers that can, uh, you know, get their hands on it right now. But that being said, I just think for the industry, we need more of this. We need more of this, you know, just over-engineered type stuff that uh, just is really forgiving for the everyday angler. Uh, a bait like this is going to be very forgiving if you don't have a ton of, uh, if you don't have a ton of confidence in your soft plastics and your artificial lure game. This is going to be one of those baits that's very forgiving. This is such a fishy bait. It is so durable that uh, it's going to last longer than any other soft plastic you've ever had so when it comes down to the investment you know a hundred dollars worth of minnows especially you know you look at in the midwest you know you know in minnesota you'll go get a you know a hundred dollars worth of shiner minnows might only last you a day and a half but a hundred dollars worth of eye candy is going to be in a lot of cases you know a great compliment to live bait if not fish better than live bait and a hundred dollars worth of eye candy will probably last you five years so the investments there it all makes sense the design is there and I have Tom Wynn on this JMO podcast to, to talk about it and give you guys the scoop on Northland Fishing Tackle's eye candy. So anyways, let's get into it. I've got Tom Wynn. We're talking eye candy, soft plastics. Let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Devil's Lake is one of North Dakota's premier outdoor recreational destinations. And to find out more about what the lake and the community of Devil's Lake has to offer, head to devilslakend.com. That link is in the description. This episode of the JMO Podcast is brought to you by the North Dakota Game and Fish Department. In the 2023 fishing season, the state of North Dakota is putting on the 2023 Sport Fish Challenge. Now, the process is simple. You're going to catch a variety of fish, take pictures of them, submit those pictures. If you do it all over the course of the season, you're going to win some cool prizes. For full challenge details, head to the link that is in the description of this podcast. That's gf.nd.gov backslash fish challenge. Now let's get into the interview. Tom, I'm having you on for a very specific reason. I forewarned you a little bit, uh, but this is short notice. I appreciate your time, but I just want to get this out there. I want to do a show right out the gate uh, about a product that you know a whole bunch about. This is going to be very product heavy. We're going to talk situational fishing and get real sciency on this bait development. Northland Fishing Tackle came out with eye candy. It's a soft plastic. It's phenomenal. And I have chosen you to be the guy to introduce this uh, on this platform to our listeners. So I'm literally going to pass it off to you. You work with Northland. What is the story 
behind this eye candy? Go ahead. Well, I mean, there's really never been a um, walleye-specific plastic, like a whole line specifically geared towards walleye. And, 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 and the thing is about it is it – so – I, in you know, for the past few years, you know, learning walleye behavior and what they want to eat, I've been using um, plastics from, you know, across the country, different companies, a lot of Japanese bait. Um, and the reason for it is, is because the, it, they're so, the high tech, um, in, the tech involved in the plastics. And, um, you know, we got, we, we all have all these bass plastics and stuff that, you know, you can pull on those stretch, maybe, um, 50% their size and then they'll start cracking and, uh, breaking things like that. Um, when it comes to wall, now we can catch walleyes on that type of plastic, that harder type plastic, but in my, you know, just my thinking and, you know, walleyes, you look at their mouth, they're, <laughs> those those hard teeth that hard inner mouth like that bass don't have that and so the um, tpe plastics uh from you know that you can buy you know across bass the bass industry they're um they're softer they're stretchy and uh, they were but every company was lacking something okay so some of these companies already came pre-scented. So they might be scented with krill or squid or something like that, which, which you know, have been effective. I've caught fit, walleyes on them. But there was nothing geared towards every situation, like um, different, different um, like Leech Lake, for example. You got a lot, they're... they're Big primary fours, there's uh, crawdads. Um, Devil's Lake, those little freshwater shrimp. So not all lakes are, you know, their main forage base aren't all the same. So, you know, I was looking for something to um, be able to add scent to that wasn't already pre-scented that could hold hold that scent and hold it basically all day long, which is crazy. So I, I, I've experimented with a lot of these, a lot of plastics before, and there's a lot that you can just put soak in scent for a week, for a month, whatever, and you use it a couple of times and that scent's gone. Um, the other thing is whenever I would t try new brands of plastic, you open that bag and you smell in the bag and a lot of them smell extremely chemically i don't know if that's a word but they smell plasticky very very plasticky and to me it was almost like a deterrent uh, for the fish because now a reaction strikes a reaction strike like you're going to get those no matter what the fish sees something it's going to zoom up and get it now how long is it going to hold it in his mouth is a whole different story but i um believe that scent so, so everybody knows that I'm big on forward facing sonar. I, I started walleye fishing basically just within, the, I think that first year that LifeScope came out and I, you know, really made myself dial it in. And with that, 
I learned a lot about fish behavior. Um, and there are times when I can throw a bait right by a walleye's face within a half inch of his face, clear water, it, and it doesn't budge. I can throw um, like just a plastic, you know, or something unscented and it doesn't, it doesn't budge. But then I throw, I can throw the same plastic scented and I've tried this. I mean, I, I'm like, you know, I spend a lot of time on the water when I do have time, like to see if these things actually work, because if they don't, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to waste my money or time in a tournament soaking baits and things like that. But I've casted the same bait scented at a fish rigged up on a different rod and it will literally, it goes by its face, goes down about a foot, foot or two, and then that fish turns and starts following it down. Now, that tells me, like, yes, walleyes are uh, visually driven a lot of times. Like, I've thrown baits six feet from a walleye in a clear water, and they'll go track it down by sight. But I, I think that walleyes are equally sent pretty equal to scent and sight driven. Like it has to be pretty close. I mean, I'm no scientist. I'm, I'm just going by based off what I see and uh, you know, when I'm fishing, but for that reason, I think scent is super important. And this TPE plastic, um, it's basically, you know, to, what, when I heard TPE first, I'm like, okay, I don't care what <laughs> what it's made of. It works. But basically, that means super stretchy stuff. And you could take these baits, and they're, they're kind of actually hard to break um, when it comes right down to it. Yes, they can be broken, but, I mean, you, you can stretch them, you know, easily five times their length, and they don't even start cracking. But you start thinking about that. You think about this taking this three-inch bait – for example, stretching it out. What's happening when that's stretching out? You're, you're, when you're stretching that out, you're um, opening up all of the porous properties of that plastic. You're opening up all, you're stretching out that product and that just shows you how absorbent like these can be. So if you put, if you like the, the packs that I candy come in, um, you have to leave them in the pack, the packs that they come in. You, you don't want to put them in a conventional tackle box because they're two different types of plastic. Your tackle boxes and these plastics are different chemistries and they don't react well together. They'll actually start melting. But when you add scent to these packs that they come in and what I do, I like to take the baits and um, literally kind of massage the scent into the baits, put them back into the pack and just leave them. And after a few days, you come back to your boat, you look in there and a lot of that liquid or gel or whatever you put on them is a lot of it's gone. And when I first got to test these out, it was getting to be the point where, you know, the fish were kind of getting lethargic, water temperatures were cooling down. But one the way I knew that they were holding scent is because I had a few packs soaking in a, in a couple different scents and uh, I was using one on my jig and 
the one I had on my jig that was just in the rod locker, I pulled it out um, probably a few weeks later, and that thing was hard as a rock. <laughs> so that tells you. So what happened was all that, you know, scent that absorbed in that plastic evaporated and left you with a harder piece. But I kind of like, uh, you know, some of the like Mac, uh, Berkeley gulp stuff, for example, you use, you, you put that on your hook, you leave that out for a while. And that thing is basically glued to your hook. So it just, it's just proof that you can add any scent to these baits now based on tech, you know, your lake, whether it's, uh, whether it's, uh, shiners, uh, crawlers, um, crawdads, whatever scent you're going to use, whatever scent you're, you want those walleyes to key in on, you're able to add them and customize now to what you want. And you have a bait that are literally hold a scent and use it. So I was just on Mille Lacs a few days ago for an aim tournament and throw on the new eye candy. And, um, the scent lasted all day long and I literally use one three inch minnow all day long as well and caught probably 15 to 20 walleyes on that, on that one bait. And it never, never tore up, never anything. So uh, as far as price point goes, I mean, one bait is going to last you a long time versus when I even bass fished with conventional plastic, I was switching out my worm or swim bait every few fish. And so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of science that goes behind this and to make something soft and supple like like a leech like a crawler so that when these walleyes with these super hard mouths sharp teeth a lot of nerves in their mouth when they bite down on something it has to be natural and um you know it this is it's it's the next level i mean it whenever i was on Malax again, throwing this bait, probably 25% of my cast, these fish tracked it to the bottom and ate it before it hit the bottom. That's rare. <laughs> that's, that's rare for me and I throw plastics a lot. Usually it's, you know, I throw plastics and I, they go to the bottom and I'm, um, popping it. You know, it just depends on the cadence, what the fish want, but I'm popping it and to, to trigger a bite where this one was the first time, like I wasn't even prepared. The first one I caught with it was a 26 incher and I threw it and I saw it track it down for a little bit of time. I'm like, oh, it didn't want it. But little did I know it had it in its mouth, you know, but it's crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Like. Like you said, you know, the question could be like, what makes this special? But ultimately, it's an upgrade in every single category that you're looking for in a soft plastic bait. It absorbs scents. Uh, you know, some plastic baits don't even no. don't even have the open pores to do that. But this is even for you know products that can take scent. This is on another level. And like you said, it's it's so versatile in that way that it doesn't come scented. You know, a lot of people probably believe in all kinds of other scents. I, I don't know. I mean, you're a tournament guy. Maybe that's one of your one of your secrets. But I mean, as far as scents go, do you have any recommendations there? Like, do you feel like 
Yeah. So I use, I, and I'm not, you know, sponsored by this company or anything by any means, but for a few years I've been using, um, smelly jelly. Smelly and jelly. All right. Yeah. It, it, and it's, um, it's, it's like a gel substance you, you put on and I wear gloves to do it because it's, it, it's exactly what it says. It smells, it's, it's, stinky and but it absorbs it's a gel you just rub onto the I, I rub it onto the plastics um and put them back in their little packs but I use smelly jelly and bass feast the bass feast is just a flavor that they have and uh they have a bunch of other options they have earthworm they have just a whole bunch of stuff but i use bass feast and i have no reason to switch right now. Now I am playing around with some different ideas with scent and stuff like that. And just getting, um, you know, the time to go out and test them on actual fish is a different story, but I'm excited with this new plastic. It opens up even more avenues for where my mind wants to go with this. And I'm excited to actually, you know, have the time to go out and play with what I'm thinking. But, um, yeah, smelly jelly, it, it sticks with your baits. Um, it's worked extremely well for me. Um, and if somebody's out there trying to learn, um, life scope, trying to learn forward facing sonar and they're having a hard time seeing their jigs and stuff like that. Um, another brand that will actually help with that is bait pop. And it's, a fairly new um brand like a year old maybe a little over a year old but the the formula the scent formula is is legendary it's one of the first ones that was proven to be extremely effective on fish uh crappie fish uh crappie fishing bass fishing and stuff down south um but the the person who came up with this scent um, you know, it's been 20 some years, but came back and said, you know what, let's see if we can, uh, how much tech we can add to this. And they actually made it where you can put a little bit of this on your jig head. Even you can put it like up your line a little bit, even on fluorocarbon line, you put it like a foot up your line. And when you cast it out there, um, it, um, amplifies your return on forward facing sonar. So you could use a 32nd ounce jig or even smaller, like if you're crappie fishing, for example, throw it out there and you can see that. So, and I, and I get questions all the time. People are having a hard time on their, whatever brands they're using of forward facing sonar. They're having a hard time seeing their jigs. This bait pop not only adds scent, but the technology in that gel amplifies that return. So, I mean, I've that's kind of plenty bizarre. Of fish using, it is. That's it kind is. of that's kind of an interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty wild. But yeah, that's a super solid tip. I mean, you know, in talking about sense, I feel like, you know, in the walleye world, that's a not a super popular conversation. Like, yeah, but I don't why? know how the yeah that like I don't even know how to say it. It's like I think you know I think you know outside of tournament angling, 
the rest of us probably have a hard enough time figuring out all the other details that since it's like all jeepers, you know, it's like, I'm still figuring out what not I really want to decide to have, you know, or, 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 you know, I'm, I'm still worried about all these other details that may or may not matter whatsoever. I haven't nuanced myself to the point of sense, but I think also it really comes down to the quality of the bait. Like we finally have a bait that really checks off all the other categories to where we can get to the point where the scent like like the flexibility with the sense like we're yes. to that point now and i feel yep. like that's going to be that's going to be a big ticket item you know we're talking to tom Wynn, we're talking about casting we're talking about forward sonar but this goes i mean i live out here in the dakotas man and i'm thinking there's going to be a lot of eye candy drug behind bottom bouncers even and i think the scent mm-hmm. element the scent element is a is a very important element to the whole eye candy package for anybody and everybody in any application they decide to put it in. I think that's something that if you choose to, you know, look into this eye candy, if you choose to go try some out, I think the scent element, you know, soaking it in scents, choosing a scent, I think that that's important. I, I think you'd be leaving a lot on the table if you don't, if you use eye candy for all the other great benefits that it brings you and not that as well, I think. Yes. I think that's totally true. There, there are so many factors that go in to having a perfect bait, a perfect anything. Like, so if you, if you, and if one of those things is missing and then it can really deteriorate your chances of catching a fish or getting bit. Um, and like on the package of eye candy on the back, it even has a space for you to write down what scent you put on it. And I don't remember. I've gone through a lot of baits and brands before just experimenting. And I don't remember seeing that really with anything else where it encourages you to do this. And the reason for the encouragement is Northland knows that eye candy will hold this bait or this scent like a sponge. And so not only you know, it, it wasn't about just hurrying up and releasing a bait. It was making sure it was perfect and it met every expectation that anglers are going to want. Not just now, but in the future. It's not like, we're, you know, they're thinking about right now. It's like what where fishing's going and and to make the to to make the baits where. You know, like people are worried every spring, people are worried about the live bait shortage and all this stuff. There, There's always talk about that or hot summers are going to lead to leeches being gone in June, you know, in July. And so now it's like plastics have become, you know, these plastics are so technologically advanced that it's almost, you know, it, it just the feel of them is almost you know, fooling us, <laughs> not, not not just the fish. So, it, it just to give to give that fish every single thing that it wants to eat, to 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 to, to go taste that bait is something that Northland wanted to do, and to leave it up to anglers specifically to add what scent they want if they want to. Like, you know, you. you Plastics have been used without scent effectively for years, but this is just a way to increase 
those odds because I've seen it. I've seen with my own eyes, literally, that fish can see my bait. I know it, but they will not budge. They will not move. And then I can throw something out there with scent on it, and it passes them. And like I said, a foot or two later, after that bait passes them, then they turn because that scent trail is leading them right down. They're like, hmm, what is that, you know? And so it, it's kind of, it's it's, <laughs> it's impressive. <laughs> Every opportunity that we have to go out on the water fishing is a chance to make a memory. It's a chance to learn and grow as an angler. Ultimately, these are our fishing adventures. Now, if you want to take your fishing adventures to the next level, in 2023, the state of North Dakota is putting on the 2023 Sport Fish Challenge. Now, the process to complete this challenge is simple. You catch a bluegill, a walleye, a bass, and a trout, take pictures of each of those species, and submit the entry to the North Dakota Game and Fish website. The link is in the description. Anglers that complete the challenge will receive a decal that they can proudly display, which obviously would look excellent on a cooler or a tackle box or a water bottle, anywhere that people can see it and you can brag about it. For full challenge details, again, visit the link that is in the description of this podcast. That's gf.nd.gov backslash fish hyphen challenge. Devil's Lake, North Dakota is one of North Dakota's premier outdoor recreational destinations. We talk about the fishing all the time on this show, but to find out what the lake and the community has to offer, which is way more than we ever talk about on this show, you can head to devilslakend.com and get all that. We're talking about the lodging and restaurant options and just the lay of the land and everything going on in the community. There's all kinds of stuff all summer long going on in and around the community of Devil's Lake. Also, our favorite, the fishing tab. It's going to give you real-time fishing reports, directions to fish cleaning stations and boat landings and shore fishing piers, which are awesome, by the way. Also, it's going to give you a list of options for boat rentals or guide services and bait shops. Everything that you need to plan your next adventure in Devil's Lake is at devilslakend.com. That link is in the description of this podcast. Yeah, it's I uh, yeah, I think it's just setting another standard and I think yeah, I think that scent element to me is so intriguing because I'm one of those guys that just like and I know scents have have been there. I know scents have served purposes for you know people that um you know, but I almost consider it to be like people that are maybe a little bit more serious about it than me or people, you know, yeah. like tournament anglers or or I don't know enough about it so when I hear somebody really harping on on sense, um, you know, maybe, maybe it did or didn't do everything that they're worried about it doing. But I, I feel like this eye candy is going to teach us, it's going to teach us what level of seriousness or, you know, that, that, that factors in, you know, like you said, yep. it's, it's a multiplier and you don't have to be a tournament angler. In fact, most people that use this aren't going to ever no. get a hundred miles from a tournament. We're talking about, nope. it's a multiplier. If you're just going out, yeah, to catch crappies or walleyes or you know whatever we're talking, you know, in the Midwest, this is you know soft plastics or fishing fishing a jig in a plastic and a paddle tail or whatever. That's just whatever you're fishing for, whatever yeah. is going to bite. And I tell you what, like, yeah, I I would be hard pressed that once people start figuring this out, that it's not going to be a multiplier, not just against other soft plastics in the industry, but just against live bait, against mm-hmm. a, against a lot of other 
presentations and, you know, Forward Sonar is teaching us a lot of these things. But again, not so many of the people that are going to start, uh, you know, you jumping into this eye candy deal. Man, not everybody's got forward sonar. In fact, most people probably don't still don't, right? But you don't need it. But the Mm-mm. to listen about to listen to those stories, those real life experiences uh, that you've had, and you've you've casted out a lot of fish. That's why I love talking to you, Tom. It's like, you know, when something is interesting to you, when something is kind of cool to you, even a little bit. This is a lot of bit. Like it's <laughs> really interesting to me too. And so you know, I just I just think it's awesome. But now, you know. Let, uh, you know, let's talk about them. There's, you know, how many designs are there? Um, and, uh, you know, maybe talk about some of the things that you've done rigging them, maybe even story time, you know, as far as, you know, maybe it's pre-fishing for a tournament or something that you've done over the development, uh, since you've had your hands on this product. Um, you know, just any more stories about, uh, you know, just places you've used it where it just gave you confidence, anything like that. Yeah. And so, well, just to backtrack one second. So North Northland, like it wasn't, I candy wasn't created for the tournament angler. It was <laughs> like, um, it was created for your everyday angler. Like, you know, the, the person I want to be <laughs> usually, <laughs> you know, like, and, 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 but, but, but I utilize it to, my advantages to 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 my um, advantage in tournaments, but it was made specifically with your everyday angler, you know, that goes out on the weekends to, you know, buying those crawlers, buying those leeches, buying those things, and it was made for that and to give people that extra option for sand, things like that. So I just want to make that, make that clear. People see me using it. They're like, well, yeah, there, it was made for people like him and people and all people see me do is fish tournaments, but you know, I'm yes. Targeting, looking for, you know, trying to find where big fish live, but these like on the locks, like I said, it's catching eaters all day long. And if you've never been bit by a plastic, it's, it's crazy. It's fun. <laughs> so, Oh yeah. We've talked but, about that too on this. And I think, yeah, I mean, maybe this is a good, just sort of like baseline direction for us to go as far as like, we're trying to find our confidence in it, or we're trying to do it. This is the product that is going to bridge that gap more so than any other product. This is going to be, if you don't have full confidence yet, throwing a jig and a paddle tail or, you know, a worm or, you know, whatever it is like, this is going to be the, the bait with the most forgiveness, kind of like the shadow wrap with glide baits. Now, you know, yep. it, it's, it, it's a, such a forgiving bait within that category. And when we talk about soft plastics, like this is the bait that's going to be the most forgiving. And I, those are the stories and examples that I'm Yes, you're exactly right. People hearing, yeah, it's 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 all about that uh, confidence, and I get it all the time. How do I get more confidence in plastic? And it's like I tell people, just keep using it. You know, use it, and you know, get you know until you get that first bite, and then you'll know. But this just the eye candy really helps to you know put that person a few steps ahead, (laughs) just for how how it's made and the uses behind it. So yeah, you're right. It's all about that confidence, but I mean, we got, you know, there is, um, it, you know, people can go, 
uh, online and see. But I mean, there's uh, right now there's what they call the minnow. It's like a fork tail um, bait comes in four inch and three inch. Um, right now, the three inch is one of my favorites to use on the uh, short shank tungsten um, that uh, Northland, you know, just released earlier yeah. this year. And that's all. And another thing, I have <laughs> I have not caught a fish on anything other than the Northland tungsten this year. Except for when I was hand lining that first day in Illinois, and I don't even want to talk about that. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that's a mulligan. But, We're going to yeah, send that one back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, every single fish in a tournament, um, pre fishing, anything has been on that. Um, uh, yeah, the short shank or the irregular shank tungsten and, and um, the, the, you know, my favorite colors. But. <laughs> Right, on. but but anyway, the um, they there's also um, a jig crawler. It's basically it's a three and a half inch bait that um, it is perfect for that short shank jig or for um, uh, drop shotting if a person likes the drop shotting technique. Um, and then um, pretty soon uh, we'll release the paddle shad which is basically a um, swim bait, you know, it's a paddle tail swim bait. And, it, you know, it's part of the eye candy line, of course. And you can slow roll this thing, and that paddle tail still is thumping. And that's been something that uh, is lacking in a lot of swim baits. You know, that slow roll is key to me, like just slow rolling that bait and just to annoy that fish as it's trailing it. And then, you know, but that tail needs to be thumping to make it look realistic, and this one does that. Um, and then, okay, and I don't like to mention it too much, and I'm sad I have to. <laughs> the grub. It, it's, called, it, it's just the, the, the design is called grub, and um, it looks like you so you think of your typical grub type baits you with a swirly tail this does have a swirly tail but it's a twin swirl tail but the body is in the shape of a minnow so when you're this is killer to imitate a leech See, my volume went down because I don't want people. <laughs> but, but it is um, crazy. And, and, and they come in, you know, do come in black. All of these versions that I'm talking about come in all the traditional colors, but then even more. I, it, it's even hard to explain some of these colors. The, the, one, the color called natural core is very, very hard to explain, but it's... Um, like a clear amber plastic that surrounds like a purpley brown core that looks like a night crawler kind of, you know, and they're just, the colors are unbelievable right now. And all these colors also come in, in black, you know, everybody knows what I like, but, um, and then there's a bait called night crawler, which you can use to, uh, rig on spinners. 
you know, if you're into pulling spinners and stuff like that. And it's already been proven. Um, some of us, I haven't done it yet, but some of us has caught um, multiple fish rigging nightcrawler, this nightcrawler plastic in uh, with, you know, with your traditional spinners and pulling them behind the boat. And it's awesome because you can add that scent and you're just dragging that trail. <laughs> you're just leaving that trail for those fish to, uh, to key in on. So it's, it, it's pretty exciting. Oh man. Yeah. I do have a little bit of a story, which I'm going to interject right here, mm-hmm. put it right in here because you know, that is you know, one of my little, one of my little uh, corners of the industry is that I get to be behind the camera, uh, for Jason Mitchell outdoors. And it's not, it's our, our, the episode is not out currently as I'm speaking right now, but we filmed uh, a show on Lake Sakakawea where we were rigging, uh, some of this eye candy. And, uh, so you talk about the durability. First of all, get excited. It it catches fish. Oh my goodness. I mean, it just catches fish. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, these fish were just, and we were rigging them on spinners, which is so classic Sakakawea. That's a, it's a reservoirs. If you want to go out and just have a ball catching fish on some of these hot reservoirs right now, you know, any of the Missouri river reservoirs, um, but you know, just anywhere across the country. I mean, it's, it's spinner season, uh, super popular, super effective. And we were rigging this eye candy and, we caught to film that episode. I mean, there people are probably only going to see like five or six fish on that episode, but we probably caught like 50 mm-hmm. in a half day. And it was one of the quickest episodes we've ever filmed. It was just Jason. And how many, wor- how many, how many, uh, worms did you go through? Uh, we only used the two, <laughs> we, the two that were rigged up to start the show, filmed the show, caught about 50 fish and then, you know, for, for our episodes to really depict what we use, and this is true for all of our shows where we have a lure and we feature it, like, I take the lure, usually I would take a fresh one out of a, out of a tackle box. You know, this is just that industry talk, right? Spoiler alert, when, mm-hmm. when my, <laughs> my coworkers and I, when we build lure graphics that go into our videos, we'll take a fresh one out of the package because it looks real nice yeah. and it's shiny and we set the camera up and we make a lure graphic and it's really mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, I used the one that Jason caught probably 25 fish on <laughs> See, and I brought it home and I made a lure graphic and I enhanced it and I sharpened it and I was doing all this editing on it. And it's actually sitting like three feet from me right now in my little studio room. Honestly, in comparison to any other plastic, any anything else that you would ever use in comparison, uh, I'm not going to name names of other stuff yep. because other yep. stuff catches fish too. It looks like it's caught like three or four fish. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's caught three or four fish and actually complementing it like other plastics, three or four fish, you might be you know, you might, especially walleyes, like 20 inch walleyes, you catch three or four, you know, 20 to 22 inch walleyes, you know, it's, it's done. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you might try to limp it along. You might, you might just decide that, you know what, I just, it's got one more in it, but you're not, you're not using it to its fullest potential. Like it was when it was brand new. Yep. These baits are brand new the whole time. Like, like, you like you said, Building a bait for the, you know, the the industry man, you know, like you talk about the cost of live bait, 
mm-hmm. in the spring in Minnesota, if you have access to minnows, it's not crazy to go through 102 people that are on a half decent bite to go through $120 worth of shiner minnows in a day and a half. And some of those have to be called because they're dead or you just got to, because they're expensive, you just got to use yep. the dead ones as yep. soon as you can. If you bought half of those amount of minnows and spent the rest of the money, spent $60 on eye candy, that eye candy is probably going to last you like two years. Easy. And that's and the it's thing. Fishable. And it's fishy. Yep. It's going to catch you those fish. It's, and it's going to make you a more diverse angler, uh, which we should be anyways. We shouldn't be so crippled uh, or limited to just confidence in live bait. It's like this now's the time if you were ever going to get into soft plastics and building your confidence i feel like if you haven't already like now's the time yeah it is and that's why i you know am so like honored really to be part of northland just for the fact that like you know people some people know my story i can't you know came up i didn't we didn't have a lot growing up and everything so it's all about Fishing looks very expensive. You look at my truck, look at my boat, right? And that it, that's not fishing. <laughs> that's competing. That's trying to make a living fishing. But like fishing to me is what I I want to do. Like I I honestly miss it. I I just want to go fishing. (laughs) And to, like you said, that bait can be expensive, but for, to be part of Northland and their, their vision to, you know, to meet those needs to not only, you know, you know, they're, they're taking what us as professionals that we, that we're learning how fish are acting and turning it into, like you said, the consumer bait and it's it's awesome to see and i'm proud and lucky to be to be to be part of that so you know the ultimate question is this like how many soft plastic how many different companies how many different individual soft plastic baits did you have before and moving forward with eye candy like how many are you going to have now? And I, and I guess the, the, the premise of that, like what, what I'm really getting into is kind of what you alluded to before is the versatility of this bait being scentable, super absorbent for scents. And so you can pick and choose your scents where whatever lake and country, you're from, or, you know, part of the country you're from or what you're fishing, uh, you can be more nuancy with that. Now also it comes mm-hmm. with all these designs for all different applications with some sizes, like a lot of them do. But I yep. think there's a, there's a real scenario for people that fish a lot, especially tournament anglers that the rest of us can really learn from is it, it's pretty interesting how, and this isn't just with soft plastics, but this is, it's pretty interesting how when you travel far distances, you know, and fish, you know, bodies of water, fish for walleyes that are in different parts of the world, like a similar pattern can be there, but it's pretty interesting how sometimes a different bait sort of prevails. You know, it's, it's yeah. sort of interesting how like in the soft plastic world, how, you know, there's a handful of, of really popular, like kind of the cream of the crop 
um, domestic, you, you know, soft plastics in the industry today. And they all kind of have their, they kind of all have their certain, you know, spot in mm-hmm. the industry. Some of them are good cold water because they're so limber, but mm-hmm. that comes at a cost of durability. So as soon as you can switch over to something that's a little more durable and lasts longer when the water warms up and fish are more aggressive, you do that. So then now, so now you got to have two. You know, yep. and then you got to, you know, and then, you know, talking about finicky fish and the finessey stuff where the sense is really a big player. Well, now you kind of got to make sure you got a bait that's can go sense. So now you got to have three and three mm-hmm. really means you got to have nine because you should have three, you know, uh, of each of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I yep. think that that's a true scenario and we all like to buy stuff. So it's like, you know, I think we all probably have given ourselves a reason to have a huge variety, but how many, like, like moving forward with eye candy in your arsenal? It's really minimized what I have in my boat. So, so I was typically, I had probably eight different brands. They were, they were very, very good brands, but eye candy and anybody is, um, welcome to literally look in my boat. Like if they don't believe me, like like eye candy is the only plastic right now in my, in, in my boat. Um, but you're right. There was so, there, there were so many brands, so many like for, for water specific temperature specific, um, you know, for specific needs or scent specific. Yeah. Um, before. And, so I've minimized all of that just to this now, but that's also why eye candy. One one of the reasons eye candy came to life is to simplify and put every aspect that a person could want into a bait. Now, trust me, the baits and the the designs that you see now there's not the last of the designs you're going to see from eye candy. What you said too, about certain plastic, certain designs, um, um, being favored or fish wanting something different. It's true. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that you throw something different, you know, like, so with bass fishing being the, you know, so popular down South. I mean, plastics like crazy, all different brands, all just so like, hundreds of brands, hundred designs. But the reason, you know, I, I keep mentioning before I was attracted to the Japanese style baits and that's because in Japan, they're big into bass fishing over there. But what people don't realize Japan, the country of Japan is very, very small, tiny, and they only have like, probably not even a half a dozen lakes. And so with millions of people over there, those bass are so highly pressured, right? So they see everything. So that's why Japan is always on the cutting edge of all of these bass baits is because they are constantly looking for something different for those fish to see. Now what Northland has done here (laughs) has they've taken a lot of those you know, ideas, that same concept, give these fish something different, not only to see, but to feel, and not only to feel, but to taste, to, 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 to smell, <laughs> whatever they do. <laughs> but, you know, they, they've put all of that into 
one bait. And that's it, it. It and yes, I'm excited about it. And yeah, for me as a tournament person, tournament person, giving fish uh, fish something to look different to look at. Trust me, it's it's hard for me to talk about because you know I got to compete against 150 of the best. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, I can't give. Uh, but but you know I'm like I said I'm first and foremost I want to be. I just want to be your conventional, your everyday fisherman before I want to be a tournament angler. Tournament angler angling thing is my own personal goal to be that guy I watched as a little kid. And, but now to, to have, to be able to put my two cents in to what I want to see and what I paid attention to for baits and for a company to, want to you know like do that to to help to to help the industry go forward it's awesome i think this is so cool i think it when the industry gets a cool new thing introduced to it um they're just it's just fun and and this is the kind of platform that i just like you know, having it on, you know what I mean? Like there's going to yep. be all kinds of videos and there's going to be all kinds of YouTube. There's going to be all kinds of TV, social media. That's a great place to get all kinds of highlights on this stuff, but to be mm-hmm. able to sit down and just hear you talk about it and learn, learn about it. And, and so when you go and you feel like you're not just buying the buzzword of eye candy off of the shelf because it's got a cool looking package, which is kind of how we buy probably a lot of our baits or historically yep. that's a lot how a lot of marketing has been. Mm-hmm. But a bait that we can actually educate people on because the science is there. It's backed up. Yep. It's there and it's geared specifically for walleyes. Like it <laughs> that that's also what I think a lot of people don't realize. They see the name eye candy, but they haven't put it together that you know this is a walleye specific not, not that you can't catch other fish with it but it's geared for that walleye scent or scent and for their for you know their feel and everything just geared for catching those those um those walleye so it's it's one of a kind right now for sure yeah yeah, yeah, and it's going to push the industry for sure. Mm-hmm. It will. You know, it will. it'll be fun and interesting to see where this technology, you know, where this goes, the soft plastic industry goes here in the Midwest as far as the, you know, the walleye industry here, say, in the next decade or more, it'll be. But we'll always, we're always going to be able to look back on this and, and, and know that this this was the start of something for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it really is. It's the start of something. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Tom, mm-hmm. that is that, and... uh Okay. I'll let you go for real, Tom. Appreciate the time. All right, man. Brother. Yep, appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you. Yep, bye. Once again, this podcast is brought to you by the North Dakota Game and Fish. In the 2023 fishing season, the state of North Dakota is putting on the 2023 Sport Fish Challenge, a challenge to catch a multi-species bluegill, walleye, bass, and trout. Take a picture of each of those species and enter to the Game and Fish website gf.nd.gov backslash fish hyphen challenge that link is in the description if you didn't catch all that anglers that complete the challenge are going to win a decal and a bunch of bragging rights the decal they can display anywhere that they want to proudly obviously it would look fantastic on tackle boxes coolers water bottles lunch box a bait bucket 
anything that uh, people are going to see so that they can brag about it. Again, the link is in the description of this podcast. Once again, this episode of the JMO Podcast is brought to you by Devil's Lake Tourism. Head to devilslakend.com. That link is in the description. And you're going to find out everything that the lake and the community of Devil's Lake has to offer before you plan your next adventure in Devil's Lake, North Dakota.